So, good morning to those who are visiting with us online as well. Let's pray. Heavenly and merciful Father, even as the songs have announced today, you are a great God. There, you are so awesome, incomprehensible. There is nothing that we can understand about you, yet you still try to teach us that you're such a big God, a loving God, a merciful God. And Lord, even as I'm going to bring this message today, I can't share everything that I want to share, but I pray that what I do share is heard, is received, and Lord, that they take it on. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, amen. So, we're going to be looking at who our God is. And this is the first in the series that I'm going to be doing on the Holy Trinity. So please bear with me today. We're going to be looking at teachings that will seem impossible to us. They're going to blow our mind, but for God, it's not impossible, and it's true of him. We call these paradoxes. God is complex, and our minds can never fully comprehend him. We can only understand in human or worldly terms, and he goes beyond his limitations as he exists and operates outside of them. Truly, only God himself can understand and reveal who he is. Two things you must always bear in mind with God is his being, that is, he is all-powerful, eternal, divine, and his character. He is loving, merciful, but a just God. So let's first look at the being or the essence of God. God is triune, which means he is three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But he's one God and being. Together, they are known as the Holy Trinity. A quote from Dr. Keith Johnson. The Christian doctrine of the Trinity teaches that one God eternally exists in a unity of being as three persons. So there's no illustration that can perfectly represent God, but they can help us grasp God's free and oneness. The one-minute apologist described God, or the Trinity, as not being one plus one plus one equals three, but one times one times one equals one. Do you get the math on that? Yeah? He's not one plus one plus one. He's not three gods. He's one times one times one. Three persons in one God. Each person of the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, indwells or exists within the, the, the other, completely and perfectly, with no difference. The only thing that's different is their unique personhood. This is called mutual indwelling. The only thing I can liken this to is the Holy Spirit indwelling us. He dwells in every part of us. Two different people, but in the same being. However, where we and the Holy Spirit are normally chalk and cheese, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity have no conflict, always working together in perfect unity and harmony. Other key attributes of the triune God, the Holy Trinity. Each person shares the very essence and characteristics of God. They are self-sufficient. God needs no one. They're divine, fully God. Omnipresent. They exist in all places at the same time. Omnipotent. They are all-powerful. Omniscient, all-knowing. They have infinite wisdom and knowledge. And they have eternal infinite and they're unchangeable they exist and reign forever just going to stop quickly there at the all knowing 
don't know if you've been keeping track of the news, have you, about the dark matter discovery? Yeah? Well, the scientists have found this thing called dark matter and they're attributing it to what, how creation has happened. They're even going to the point where they may have to rethink physics and Einstein's theory. That is how phenomenal this discovery is. But if they'd asked the creator right from the beginning, they would know. He knows how he created the world. Science didn't create the world. Science has a part in it. It can explain some things, but only the creator can tell you how he made this world. So, praise God, humanity's trying to catch up with God finally. The Trinity helps us understand the nature of God, but also shows us the model of how we should relate to God and to one another. Although each person in the Trinity is equally God in every way, each has different responsibilities and assigned a role. Although different in how they relate to one another, they, their works always are intertwined. They combine complete unity with complete distinction. They are one God revealed through three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to touch on some key points on each now. God the Father is the first person of the Trinity. He takes the lead in the works of the Trinity. He plans, directs, and sends. God the Son and God the Holy Spirit mutually submit to his lead. And he is the Heavenly Father of Jesus and us. God the Son is the second person of the Trinity. Jesus is the eternal, only begotten Son of God. And he's sent from the Father, as John 8, verses 28 to 29 show. And he is our Lord's Saviour. And God the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. Directed and sent from the Father and the Son, he is the Spirit of God, and he reveals God's truth to us and brings renewal to our lives. There are hints of the Holy Trinity throughout the Bible, from Genesis to Revelations. And Genesis 1 uses the word Elohim, which is the plural form, meaning more than one of God's name. And this form of God's its name is used hundreds of times in the Bible. The Trinity is implied many times in the Old Testament, with God sometimes referring to himself as us, but they are fully revealed in the New Testament teachings, first by Jesus himself, then by the apostolic teachings. However, the word Trinity is not used at all in the Bible. John 14, verses 15 to 17. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. And Matthew 28, verse 19. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Baptism highlights the equal authority and work of the Trinity in our new lives with them. Jesus' own baptism shows the work of the Trinity, as we see in Mark 1, verse 10 and 11. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open, and the Spirit descended on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. He is a God who will always generate many questions for us. Even though we now have greater resources, evidence, and teachings on God, some questions about him remain unanswered. Some may get answered when we meet him, but some we may he may never answer. 
He does not have to answer either. Read Job. But he chooses sometimes to reveal his goodwill and purposes. Our God is not unpredictable, but he is unchangeable. His ways are unfamable, but he gives us understanding to help us comprehend in our own way who he is and what he stands for. He is awesome and mighty, yet interested and involved in every aspect of his creation, from the smallest cell to the largest mountain. He is consistent and balanced in everything. He plays no favourites, but shows favour and pleasure to those who obey his will and follow his ways. He loves with a love we can never return in the same way, but shows even more love when we draw closer to him. God is both incomprehensible and knowable, as Psalm 145 verse 3 shows. There is always more to learn about God, but we will never know everything about him. But whatever we learn about him is absolutely true. God balances omnipotent power with his omnipresence, infinite wisdom, love, grace, and mercy. He always does what is right and good. That's who he is. Understanding what each person of the Trinity does for every believer leads to the fullest walk you will have with God. He is known by many names, and no one name captures the fullness of who he is. Here's something I've put together. This is just a sample of some of God's attributes. He's holy, merciful, a restorer, divine, gracious, and pure, eternal, faithful, unified, glorious, good, unchanging, worthy of all praise, righteous and just, truthful and trustworthy, loving and caring, a healer, a creator, intimate and personal, an empowerer and a sustainer. He's all-powerful, all-knowing, all-doing. And I know right now you're sitting there thinking, I've missed this, I've missed this. And that's good, because God is more than what I've got up there. God has complete authority over all things and delegates his authority as he sees fit. He is the one true living God. He is a God who makes the impossible possible. He creates the universe, he created the universe out of nothing. That's why I made the point of that dark matter. Because they're now finding out that dark matter is what has played a big part in creation. Jesus' virgin birth, being conceived through the Holy Spirit, his resurrection, the dead being brought to life, all of these things are impossible feats, but not impossible for God. He can make something out of nothing. From very little, he makes something grow bigger than it could be by itself. Our God is always with us, speaking and guiding us as we walk with him. I work from home a lot, and sometimes while deeply focused in work, my wife will start to talk to me, not realising I am not listening. I can see by the nodding heads, this happens to many of us. But God goes one step further. He literally knows what we are thinking and feeling, and graciously and appropriately speaks and guides us. Now let's look at the character of God. God shows who he is in what he does. We see his power and character through his actions. The triune God works together to reunite and graft us back to them. The Holy Trinity, our family, and as they, and as they are united in one and all things, they want us to be united in all things with them. No longer separated from them by Adam's original sin, 
but adopted and being his blessed, loved, and truly favoured children, a part of his eternal kingdom and of his glorious presence forevermore. Romans 1, verse 20. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. He is a God of revelation. He has revealed himself through his creation and his works, and the Trinity continue to reveal themselves to every generation. The ultimate, complete, perfect revelation of God being through Jesus Christ, our Lord Saviour. Our God goes to great lengths to show his love to us. He does not have to, but he chooses to. He is a God who humbles, but he is a God of great humility to those who love him. When I lift him up, he lifts me up. Have you found the same? Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He is a God of more than enough. I'm so blessed that you know such as that son Christ is enough for me. It's so appropriate. He completely meets every need. Not just enough, not too little, but more than we can ever imagine or hope for. He shows again and again when we stand in faith with him, he is all we need. He cares for all our needs, physical, spiritual, emotional. There is no one who looks after your heart like Jesus. We have to be careful who we give our heart to, as it's very fragile and easily broken. Even those closest to us may break them, break it. Psalm 147 verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. God will never break your heart. He always looks after it. He strengthens it. He heals it. And when you give him all your heart, Yeah. And when you give him all your heart as he has given all for you, he values you more than you will ever know or comprehend, who keeps his word and his promises. He's a healing, restoring God. James 1 verse 12. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. He protects and cares for us throughout our life and our trials. He is our comfort, our refuge, and our strength. He is a God who fights for his people. He hears our cries and responds to our situations. He did this often in the Old Testament when his people faced great oppression due to their own disobedience. But he drew near to those who drew near to him in faithfulness and obedience to his ways. He is a faithful God. He rewards faithfulness and obedience towards him. He's a God who restores and always brings new life and freedom from bondages. That is why Jesus came. Romans 5 verse 8. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So what is our relationship to God? We are his children, his people, his loved ones, accepted. 1 Peter verse 2 verse 3. We're his creation, as 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, and his bride, the church, as Revelations 19 verse 7 says. But we have a relationship with the Trinity as well. With God the Father, we're a child of God. With God the Son, we are a friend of God. 
with God the Holy Spirit, we are a student of God. We are a student. No matter how old we are, we're still learning. We're constantly, you know, dash to colleges. The Holy Spirit is the best teacher you're ever going to have. The Holy Trinity throughout time have worked together for our good and for their good purposes. The same God seen in the Old Testament is the same God seen in the New Testament through Jesus Christ our Lord. A loving, merciful, patient, gracious God who hates injustice and desires to rebuild and renew the relationship with his wayward creation that is us. Why you can believe in God? There is overwhelming evidence through science and the world around us that something or someone bigger than us had a hand in creating and sustaining everything created. Everything has balance and purpose. Something made by accident does not and cannot be so balanced. I don't know about you. When I was younger, I used to try and make concoctions and drinks. I'm not saying they were alcoholic. I'm just saying they were drinks. Before the church starts going there. But if you do something by accident, it's hard to recreate, isn't it? There's no way all of this was made by accident. We may accidentally stumble on something, on how something works or create something accidentally. But something as big, vast and complex as life, I'm sorry, cannot be put down to an accident or just happening. And even if you believe in creation starting with a big bang, what or who caused the big bang? We need to realise there is a greater power at work around us and through us. And humanity is not the ultimate power. It is not a God of coincidence, but a God of divine purpose and provision for those who put their trust in him alone. God alone has the master plan for your lives. Not you, not the enemy, not your circumstances. Only him. He loves you and has chosen you to be a part of his great plan of salvation, redemption and new life in him. Why is it important to know who God is? Many people in the Bible repeatedly wrote and spoke about the character and goodness of God. I think for the following key points. To please God and glorify him. To walk in relationship with him. To remind themselves and us who God is. How great and awesome he is and how much he loves and cares for us. To encourage and strengthen us in all our situations and to show the world who God is. 1 Timothy verse, chapter 2, verse 5. For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. Only through an intimate relationship with him do you begin to scratch the surface of how awesome and wonderful our triune God is. Our God is Jehovah, the one true God. There is none like him, none before him, none after him. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He sees all, he knows all, and he acts on all. He is our rock, our fortress, our tower, and our strength. He is our salvation. When we study the Bible, we can see the truth that runs throughout it. We can see the will of the Father, the work of the Son, and the witness and inner workings of the Holy Spirit. We see the work of the Trinity in our lives as we believe and experience more of God's grace, love, and fellowship working within us for his glory.
God loves and cares for you. He will be your father, your Lord, and your king. He will be your strength and your comforter. He is all these things and so much more. This is our triune God. They created us to be in relationship with them. They have given more than any person can ever give to ensure we can be in relationship with them. God has given himself and of himself. What more can our glorious God give that you would accept him as he accepts you? The whole Trinity was involved in our salvation. The Trinity's love for for us motivated the Father to send the Son to bridge the gap between man and God. The Father and the Son sent the Holy Spirit to live within us and empower us to live a new life for and in God. Let me ask you, what is God to you? Jesus asked the same questions of his disciples. Who do others say I am? Who do you say I am? That is one of the key questions we as believers have to get to grips with. Who is God to you? What is God to you? And why is he God to you? In closing, can I ask you, would you like a relationship with our awesome triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Or do you want a deeper understanding of them? Each will bless you in different ways, but you need to get to know all three. If so, pray this with me. Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thank you for all your works in creation and providing the means for my salvation and a relationship with you. Please show me what is your will for my life. Guide me in your ways that I may glorify you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. So as I close, a prayer. Heavenly Father, mighty, awesome, Lord, Saviour, ever-present Holy Spirit, Holy Trinity, you are one God. You are one God, but you show equally your love towards us. Lord, I pray that as we've just shared today, this is just a snippet of how grand and big and and all-powerful you are. But Lord, let every heart, Lord, I pray, receive a nugget of wisdom, a nugget of grace, a nugget of love through these words. May they explore further how great how big how wonderful you are as a god and even if they don't get to know all three of you may they get to know jesus may they get to know jesus so that he may open their hearts and know more about him in jesus precious and mighty name amen